Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. On today's episode, Jenny and I sit down and have just a sister-to-sister, business-owner-to-business-owner chat about how things are going in real time with each of our individual businesses, how we're each doing individually, um, like in our lives, and we just chat and sit about what's coming next for each of us in our businesses. So we hope you enjoy this episode. We are wanting to do a lot of our business in real time with you guys. So we thought every once in a while, these uh, sit downs together, asking each other what's going on in our businesses might help you guys as well. So we hope you enjoy. But I don't remember the questions. I hit record. Will you text them to me here? I'll look them up. I know one was like, what are you struggling with right now? What's, what are you celebrating? I think it's good to just, because I think that has like a lot of layers to it. It talks about how like you can be successful and also still be like bummed about some stuff. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't, it's, once you become successful does not mean that you don't like struggle with other things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like we've talked about this with Miranda, the ebb and flow of business too. There's like. I mean, everyone knows owning a business is a roller coaster. So you can be at like, we're, I'm seven years in and still have like really, really low times, both financially and just like burnout. Yeah. And not burnout of like not wanting to do beautiful chaos. I mean, I do have those days, (laughs) but I mean, burnout of like, is this really what I'm going to be doing the next 10 years? Well, and I think of it, I'm just going to go ahead and use all this part because I feel like we already said some good stuff. But I, like, I also, for me, burnt out, being burnt out is not so much like, am I going to be doing this the next 10 years? Because I really do. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just like the life I love when I, especially because the Mm -hmm. age (laughs) my boys are that, um, like, I don't have a lot of hands-on momming anymore in my life. Like, we interact kind of as friends. So, like, I can go do my own thing. So, I love being in my workshop and just, like, working on stuff. I'm not worried about, you know, things happening at home, I guess. I I don't know. My burnt burnout yeah. comes from, like, I almost can't stop working. So, then I feel mm-hmm. like my body starts to feel like, it needs a break, but I like won't stop. Like even t- even to the point where at home I'll come and I'll like after dinner and our night routine and stuff, then I'll get back on the computer and do computer stuff. And I'm like, at what point is this not sustainable? Even though I love it, but right. then I and still feel point, tired by it. 
Yes, yes. And I feel like you can get caught up in that. Like if I just send, yes. if I just post one more time, maybe that will like bring three more people to my page. So I totally, totally get that. And where mine comes from is uh, my husband and I just had this conversation and I we, we, we hit on this a little bit uh, a couple episodes ago. I don't know which one it was of like my personality is very like, well, what's next? And so there are pieces of what I'm doing right now that I love and want to pour more into. And then there are pieces, and I think we're going to probably talk about that from the questions you texted me earlier this week, but there are pieces too where I'm like, okay, like that's not utilizing like what I want to do most Mm -hmm. with what I, where I'm at right now. And again, like if you look at my life 10 years ago, it's very different to what it is now. And so I know that will, that will change. And I think Maybe we were talking about like checking in. Yeah, like, and I think it it totally but. has a lot to do with season of life. Like you said, ten years ago, I also it, to those of us that parent as well. I think that lines up a lot with it because you're in a very like deep end parenting stage, even though you're starting to like your oldest is gonna go to middle school and stuff. But it, I was just ah. talking about this with uh, <laughs> Kelly at the shop. So Kelly and I, our kids are teenagers, whereas Susie and Brittany, like Susie's are like your kids' age mostly, like early grade school mm-hmm. and then Brittany's is preschool. And so it's so fascinating to watch. We really do have different rhythms and none of it is bad or wrong mm-hmm. or good and right. Mm-hmm. It's more like, it's a different season of life. And so your business is going to feel different in that season of life. And the, mm-hmm. because you're just, you're pulling so much of yourself out of it when you're in those very like deep end parenting stages. And so I think it makes a lot of sense that you're feeling like, well, what do I even love of this? Because you're already coming from such a point of like, I have to carve out things because I don't have this huge yeah. amount of time to give to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas my burnout is like, I got to get off the hamster wheel sometimes because I have all this time now (laughs) that isn't given to like, I, so my background is in child, early childhood and education. And so from that point of view, kids do go through phases of social socialization where their nuclear family is such a big part. They're growing up years, but then when they enter teenage years, like your, your parents should not be your mean uh speaking of I them know, I don't know what they're doing out there but no. um they like it moves to where your friends are your nuclear like go be with your gathering family point. right now so I know I feel like I went on a on a big tangent but that to say like I feel like our business stages yeah. line up also with what's going mm-hmm. on in our personal mm-hmm. Family life, too. yeah, and I don't, I don't think a ton of because okay, lately we've gotten a lot of messages, which we're very grateful for, saying like we, we haven't been able to find a podcast that is for like baby businesses. So many are saying, just yeah, they're just very business minded, very um, hamster wheel driven, like you're saying, Jenny. But also, I think that it's important for us to acknowledge, like you don't. For my side, like you can be burnt out in my way, you can be burnt out in Jenny's way, and we're gonna like chat about. We're gonna just do like a check in mm-hmm. today about um, business and life. Yeah, I think it'll probably tie into life. I think more more so it's um, business. But so Jenny earlier this week 
uh, we did our own little Instagram question box to each other and just said, wait, let's talk about some questions that are that are pressing us individually that we can talk about. So the first one that Jen was messaged me was, what is going well in your business? So Jen, you want to start with that? Um, so what is going well? I think I texted you this on a day that like everything was bad. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of yeah, you did. where I was coming from. Yeah, this <laughs> last week. I feel like it was in the air of because I noticed it a lot in mm-hmm. my relationships too. Like everything is just terrible and I want it all to burn to the ground. No pun intended with candles. Well, maybe it's in your – maybe you're in one of your um, – the menstrual phases. Pro- yeah, probably. I should go look at that. But I've come out of it a little bit. <laughs> but I feel like, okay, so what's going well? Here's what's funny about me. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't know that a lot of customers listen. And if you are a customer, <laughs> just know I love talking to you. Like, I love you, customers. But socializing is super draining for me. Like, the act mm-hmm. of doing it just even though I love you and like the warmth that's coming out is real at the end of it, when I go home, I'm like super tired and drained. And so because of that, Mm -hmm. I get really anxious beforehand because I know that feeling's coming. So it's just like a spiral. So my poor parties and (laughs) workshops and make and takes, they take a lot out of me. But then at the same time, I've had so many that I'm so grateful because people really love experiences right now. And so I have noticed like Mm -hmm. an influx of people doing like girls night out or retirement party I did or like at a flower shop Mm -hmm. on a sweet stroll. Like there's that that which was super fun. Like that's the thing is like I like it, but then I'm also exhausted by it. So I think that that Mm -hmm. was the juxtaposition of that was like affecting me. So that is what's going really well is I feel like I found this niche of this experiential candle making without having to create like a whole new process for myself in a way because I have all Mm -hmm. the materials but then it's just taking a lot more out of my personal like Mm -hmm. disposition which is hard that's so funny we're so different (laughs) (laughs) because I was gonna say what's going well in my business is um my sewing classes and it's so, so this was the first week I've been doing monthly sewing classes for adults and then I listed my sewing camps for the summer. And the sewing camps always do well because one parents want their kids out of the house, but also like it is um girls like to come and just create. And I say girls, it's only because only girls have taken my class, but um anybody can come and create. But this I offer monthly classes and I've just been doing them in my sewing room at home because I don't have a brick and mortar anymore. That is I think we'll talk about that later, but that is something that um, I'm trying to figure out, like a school or something or a church that I can rent out a, a room for them. But anyways, all that to say, the people that came were from Austin, which if you know where I live, I live like 30 miles north of Austin. And so for somebody to come from Austin specifically for my class, like I've never done a sewing class um, for people in Austin. And then, so they were both from Austin. And then- um, my first guy, I my first adult that. guy. 
And it was so fun. And it's so funny. I'm laughing, Jenny, because I leave, it's a two hour class and I leave those like (laughs) energized, like I can't go to sleep. Like I'm like, that was just so great. Like I, I, you know, and so it's so funny. I, I understand the exhaustion you're talking about because I went to, we had a market at our school yesterday and I didn't do the market. I didn't sell at the market, but I just went over to say hi to a few people. And coming back home, I was like, I forget how overstimulated my brain gets in that kind of environment. So it's not the like talking to people and being on. It's more like what's going on around me that my brain just can't handle. And so I do understand how you feel, but it's interesting that like me leaving my experiential classes, I'm like, oh, what's like, I like could not sleep. Um, it was, it's like an endorphin thing, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's a very clear observation of the difference between introverts and extroverts because it's not, neither one is like good or bad, but it's how, like I look at, because we both love the people, right? But you're energized by it and I'm drained and have to like go recharge by myself where you, I remember during Mm -hmm. the pandemic, you would FaceTime and be like, I just really need to have like a personal (laughs) experience with someone face to face today. And I was like, what are you talking about? I love being by myself. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was doing the driveway, like where you'd sit in your trunk with your friends. I was doing that. Meanwhile, you and I were were like, like, this is on our couch. No, I think that's really (laughs) fascinating because I think we both, in, like we both love it because I love and I do I understand what you're saying because I do feel a little bit of that afterward I feel energized but it's also coming from like I'm done so like I like mm-hmm. feel I realized it was a really good interaction and I'm proud of myself for doing it mm-hmm. but then the mm-hmm. energy the excitement is like okay I'm done and I can recharge for next time I also think my Enneagram too of like needing to be needed is kind of fulfilled in sewing classes and especially adults. The kids can pick anything up. Like I have no, like, you know, they, kids can do anything they put their minds to. But adults, when they do their first stitch and they're like, oh my God, I did it. Like that gives me some sort of like good feeling that that just like pumps me up. And so that's one thing that is going well where I know no matter the ways I pivot or if I, um, you know, slow down in other areas, like that's something that I want to continue to like pour into and figure out. And that's why I would like, can I like rent out a room for a night somewhere like where I could do this? I don't love doing it at my house. I was just going to ask because, like, how do you feel about that? Mm-mm. Mainly because my family is still here. Mm-hmm. Do, and especially I, I teach on Tuesday nights. And so, you know, they're still in their routine and trying to like go to bed for school and all this stuff. And not that my office disrupts them, but it's just, I don't know. Right. Don't, it's, I would much rather do it in like a different space. Right. I get that. Cause it's also so. blending two of your worlds because I feel like your home world Mm -hmm. is and maybe you don't feel like that maybe that's my introvertedness I like really protect my home space because it feels like Mm -hmm. safe and where I can just be me and I don't have to be on Mm -hmm. so that's where I would Mm -hmm. feel like okay this when I remember when I used to do markets in my home before I had a shop that's what I would feel like after like ooh, that felt a little weird because it's like my space (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so what 
Oh, and I'll add to what's going well with my business is I'm still loving. Um, I just love, and you probably, I mean, we're makers, but I love creating. I like pick, like picking what's going to go with what mm-hmm. and like what looks good. Um, I've had a few boutiques reach out to me to make custom pocket tees for them, which is really fun for me. I really like that element, but um, that's what's going well. Okay. So then what are we struggling with in our business? I still struggle. Hmm. I know this is, I asked this question, but I'm trying to think of how to word it. Do you have something? I'll answer while you, yeah. I struggle with, um, I was just talking to another maker friend of mine is like, you can, you can look at trends and things from the year before financial trends in your business to kind of predict what that your month might look like, but it's not a done deal, especially right now in, um, you know, with inflation and stuff. Um, I think that things have been dipping a little bit like your, your store probably doesn't look like it did last year. And so I, I think, oops, sorry guys. I had an alarm (laughs) going off. Um, I think for me, what's, struggling is that I, um, I can't predict what beautiful chaos will be bringing in. And they're like, it's just, I don't know how to word this. I mean, I'm really fortunate that like my income isn't our main income and it really is a supportive income, but it's still frustrating to not know like what I can count on from beautiful chaos. And then this time of year doing taxes is always super frustrating because at the end of the day, after doing all your numbers and then finding out how much you owe for taxes, um, it's like, wait a minute, what? Like, where did it all go? So I think that that is a big struggle for me right now is realizing like when, and like Jen, you're an S-corp now. So I think you can kind of predict your income more than I do as an, as a sole proprietor. But that is always, I think that will be something that I always struggle with when you don't have like a consistent paycheck is like just realizing like what, what your financial situation will be with be like with owning a, a your own shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finances are always I don't know if scary. that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. And even though I know, so as an escort, like I am paid a regular paycheck, but it's still like I have to make the sales to even though I'm getting paid <laughs> it like illuminates basis to somehow make the sales. So I was really stressed this week. Yeah. There's some like yeah, just finances are stressful, like trying to figure that all yeah. out. And having a kid going to college is also super stressful. So that's, yeah, yeah that's always a uh, journey for me, I feel like. But I feel yeah. like- And I think that's across the board, whether you work in, you know, if you own your own business or if you have, um, obviously yeah. when you work for a corporation, your paycheck is you know what you're going to be making. But I think finances across the board can can bring stress. I think so to too. I think so too. And that's why – so I texted – we have a siblings group chat text thread. And I texted them all today that – because I did. I had like a very spirally anxiety moment this week and finances were part of that. And I just remember driving and thinking like, okay, remember I'm a very like – anxious worst case scenario person so I was thinking okay like if I lose everything and we're homeless like Christina and Tyler and Ellie and Brooke are not gonna 
leave us. Like (laughs) they won't abandon us. And so I felt very grateful for my people. So I think that's Mm -hmm. even, yeah, that's why we love this podcast is because we know we have each other. We're not going to be like alone in these right terrible moments. And I think that's my thing that I've been struggling with, which is interesting to me because I always say stay in, stay in my lane. Like, but that's hard to do. And so I'll like, especially if I'm not taking care of myself or like staying on top of my mental health, I can stray to like looking at what everyone else is doing and get very panicked about because again, everything Mm -hmm. looks and this is not their fault because of course you're going to post like what's good, but it it looks like they're not struggling. (laughs) And like there's been Mm -hmm. a lot of people I'm following like all of a sudden there's all this new stuff and launching new things and and I get I can get very like scarcity mentality of like oh my god then there's not enough room for me if they're Mm -hmm. gonna do it better first so I I really struggled with that this week of just like remember who I am remain true Mm -hmm. to me it's okay if someone else is doing something else it does not mean it's taking away from what I'm doing and so I had to do a lot of right recentering about that because it, get, it gets yeah. loud and I think I was just gonna say like sitting down I feel like we need to print these we'll make these questions as uh an Instagram post maybe Jenny will include them in her journal <laughs> because I think you it's good to say like where are you struggling in your business because everybody does but also to write down what's going well when you do get to those points of like, well, I'm not doing what so-and-so is doing, when you can go back to what's going well, that's what you should be like pouring into instead of trying to meet all yes. of these other, like meet, meet, keep up with the Joneses or businesses. Thinking, like You're like, no, this is what I'm pouring into right now. Otherwise, my energy is going to be depleted because yes. I'm going to be doing everything that everyone else was meant to Yes. Do. And I had another epiphany this week when I was having a really hard time. So, um, my friend sent me a picture of my first roller bottle listing and it like everything looked terrible on it. And it helped me to remember like, oh my gosh, look at where I came from. I think we can get so caught up mm-hmm. in like where we are now and keeping up. But like if you look at your growth over since you started your business, there there like I told myself, imagine five year ago Jenny knowing that this Jenny owns a shop and has a workshop space somewhere else and is doing poor mm-hmm. party. Like I I can't lose sight of like, there's been so much growth since then. And mm-hmm. that, so it doesn't have anything to do with that, what everyone else is doing. Like just focus mm-hmm. on what you're doing and how you're growing. Yeah. Yeah. What is a new thing you're learning? I did the, I did the, um, well, are we, are we talking like, okay, I'm just going to be very practical. And I did the SEO course with Mariah Magazine last week and I loved it. And I've been like diving into a lot of SEO stuff and feel very excited about that. Um, I'll do one like practical business thing and then something I'm, I, that Tyler said to me yesterday that I've been dwelling on and I think that you'll like it kind of talks about what you were just talking about. But um, the new thing that I learned is I did a Facebook ads course. I'll have to go back and look exactly who it was, but it's the, I've 
trust me, I've tried to look into ads several times and this Facebook ads course has been the best. So um, I'm looking forward to implementing it and um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But in life, okay, this is going to take us on a little bit of a tangent, but it's it can be for what is what's a new thing you're learning and what's giving you life right now because um so one of my friends whose daughters has ADHD uh she's 10 she decided to medicate her which a lot of people will ask my opinion um which I appreciate because I'm open and honest about my ADHD and um I know this will bring off opinions from people who are listening but I highly encourage medicating um kids who have ADHD who are in the public school system because the public school system just isn't designed for brains that that think the way ADHD does. You're not designed to like sit there and focus for 8 hours. So, um like I now I know in saying that a lot comes alongside medication and you have to find the right dose and the right one and all of that. So, nothing against you if you're not trying that. There are also like you can eat different. Like there's tons of different things. I am currently not medicated. I've never been medicated. But that might be something along this the way that I change if if I need to. Um, but so yesterday I just like flippantly to my husband said, like, sometimes I like if I ever think about going on medication, I worry that I will feel really as like when I feel like what it can do for my brain and focusing, I feel like I'll feel really sad for little Christina. And I just, like, said that, like, flippantly. Like, I just – I'm almost afraid because I'll feel bad for her. Like, look which – and my husband, like, profound statement, (laughs) which he'll probably be upset I'm sharing with everyone (laughs) because it's between us. But it, like, is seriously something I'm I'm thinking about. And I feel like everyone needs to hear it because regardless of who you are, like, I think the past and who you are – who, like, you were as a kid – turns you into who you are as an adult. So, but he was like, but think of like, he's like, you can't think of it that way. Think of like your creativity and your marketing and like all of this stuff that you probably have from those ADHD outlets that you have in your brain. And he's like, I feel like little you would be really proud of big you. Oh my gosh, I love that. And so he was like, he goes... He goes, what if you were medicated and turned into like a scientist or something and didn't, and didn't use, I know, being a scientist, you know, and like he, he was just throwing that out there, but he was like, and you didn't like utilize like the creativity side of your brain. Not that if you're a scientist, you're not creative, but you know what I mean? Like I, little me turned me into who I am today. And so he just said like, I just really think little you would yes. be proud of you. And I was like, I needed to hear that. That that actually ties into something <laughs> as you were talking that I just realized I was learning. So I listen. I really like Rob Bell. He's been somebody that, because um, not to go too deep into it, like my Jen. Now we're gonna get messages <laughs> about ADHD medication and Rob, Rob Bell. Bell. <laughs> uh, I just I really enjoy Rob Bell because of his. Um, journey. journey and, yeah. And just so much has come with up for me through my spiritual journey. So I, I just mm-hmm. really like his rap, his rap cast. And he was, he, his <laughs> episode was called, that was 13 Rabs ago. And it was all about how it was oh, I think I've like heard transcending of that. and including. So instead of like looking at past, like, cause 
okay, there's things I've done in my past that I'm like so embarrassed when it comes back up, especially like when I see people from that time and I feel like I need to be like, mm-hmm. listen, I am not like that anymore and I'm so sorry. But he <laughs> was talking about how instead of feeling like, yeah, that might feel a little uncomfortable, but it, instead thinking of it like all of that was necessary to get to this part. And you can say like, mm-hmm. oh, that yeah, that was 10 Jennies ago. Like <laughs> I've, you know, mm-hmm. like I've evolved so much since then. And that makes me think of little Jenny too. Like I love her and have compassion for her and also like protection over, over her that, the things mm-hmm. that were hard for her, now Big Jenny has learned how to do. And like <laughs> sometimes, old, yeah, yeah, like old or Jenny in the future, I can look back and be like, thanks, 38 year old Jenny, for like getting me to this next step and how like mm-hmm. it's all necessary and it all belongs. And it, it just did feel, it felt freeing to hear him describe like when that comes up for you to be like, oh yeah, that, that was eight Jennies ago. Like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the the thing that I was talking about yesterday that now I've just been dwelling on of like, yeah, I just thought it was really good. I, I like that. And everybody has different purposes. It's not always sitting still in school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're all so different. I think that's the beauty of humanity really that, I mean, how boring would it be if we were all the same and thought the same and. Okay, so that kind of answered what's giving you life right now. Um, Although I will add a practical thing giving me life right now is reading. I think I touched on this when I first started reading back in October. Um, I've just been like, I just like reading now. Like, I think I just had to find genres that I liked. Um, But for anyone listening who reads, I'm reading a court of a court of thorn and roses series right now, and it's very good. And that's actually giving me life. Like I will to Jen, your point of like the hamster wheel. I think I've been caught in that for a long time too. But with reading, um, or like binging a show or whatever, it gives you like a stopping point of um, because like podcasting you can do while you work, but um, reading you can't. Mm-hmm. Like I can't physically make while I'm reading, and so it's made me like pause, maybe a little bit even too much. like spending too much time reading and not doing things like around my house or for the shop but um I really liked it and then the last is there anything else giving you life right now Jen I do enjoy reading too I do it when I get into bed at night and I like look forward to that time uh what else is I need you to read a court of thorns and roses so that we can discuss it okay I need you to read dreamland billionaires it's about three brothers Oh, um, okay. What else is giving me life? I still love walking every day with the dogs. There's just so much that happens in that moment. I think it's a good like mental decompression. Um, I think I need to start doing with the that dogs. more often. Baseball. <laughs> Baseball started, and so I feel like my evenings are kibosh. But maybe I'll walk at the field. Yeah, there's something I really, really enjoy about walking. Uh, what else is giving me life? Podcasts. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> me. I know one thing I am that's giving me life is looking forward to I get to go see Jenny over the summer. So that's Jenny and Ellie. But 
Okay, last question, and we'll wrap it up. This is a short and sweet episode for you guys today. Jen, do you have an app that either you're using for your personal life or business that you're loving and want to share, like a phone app? Ooh, yes. Let me think about – do you have one off the top of your head? I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So in January, like first week of January, I started using this app called Structured. Um, I think everybody could benefit from it, but if you're a brain like mine, that's kind of like emptying the dryer and you see the table has stuff on it. And so stop what you're doing in the dryer and go (laughs) clean your table. If you have a mind like that, structure could really help. So at the beginning of every day, I structure out my day. So I'll um, think of everything that I have to do, whether it be for my house, for my kids or my business. And you put it into like the time slot that you want. And then you could move it around freely throughout the day. Like if you end up having a little bit of time, you can move one around. But once you're, let's say I have, um, bold pockets as one of my um, time slots. When it's when it's that time, I can click focus now and it will actually put a timer on my phone so that I my it kind of just tells my mind like, no, this is what you're doing okay, right now. Okay, that's good. Um, and because I've already, yeah, and because I've already put everything in there that I need for the day, I'm not thinking like, oh wait, but I have to send that email to the person who wanted custom pocket tees or whatever. And that's already, my brain knows it's already on the list and I'll get to it later in the day. Um, And then, of course, you can check it off when you're done, which is a great feeling. So the app is called Structured. I really enjoy it. That's really good. I can't – I mean, I bet that app would be better than I just use my, like, in the morning, I'll write everything in my planner and then I'll add it by time into my reminder app. So that helps me just to, like, Mm -hmm. know that it's out there and I won't forget about it. But mm-hmm. I like the idea. Yeah, of doing well, structured that. sounds exactly like that. So you should look into um, it. So, but the thing that like I'm obsessed with right now, it's not like an app on my phone, but it's a maybe it's an app. But I just go to the website Simplified, and there's a bunch of AI things right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> but I'm like, um, I think she does have an app because you just yeah, I think write she does in, have an app. Like, okay, because here's something that's hard for me. I love words and I love writing, but if I'm not like in the zone of writing, I can't do it and I hate it. And there's sometimes mm-hmm. I have to like captions for Instagram or product descriptions. I just get mm-hmm. like, oh, lilac candle, period. <laughs> but I, this, <laughs> the AI app, I just write like lilac candle, high end cord. And it, I mean, it's kind of creepy how awesome it is because it writes these like brilliant <laughs> sentences about the lilac candle. And I've used that a lot. I've used that. It's helped me streamline my product descriptions. I haven't used it for an Instagram caption yet because I do feel like I can find my voice there. But I use it real for – yeah. So I'm developing a cool product right now. Christina has seen a little bit of about it, but it has to do with moods. You're gonna love it. <laughs> and scent. But I use, I was like, okay, I got the names down, but then I was like, oh, I don't know how to describe the names. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'll use my AI thing. And she helped me write all the descriptions and it was awesome. Love so, that. Um, so if Robots. anybody out there uses <laughs> Shopify, if anybody uses Shopify, they actually have that built in. And now. Canva so has it too. If you go to the Canva you doc, can just generate yes, it. it's called Magic Write, and you just write some write like five words, I think, and then it'll write like a whole mm-hmm. paragraph for you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, Jen, it was, as always, 
love chatting with you. I know we do these off camera a lot, but I'm glad that we can bring people in. That was like the point of today's episode was real time. Like this isn't what's happened the last three years. This is what's happening happening currently for us. So yeah, hopefully every day is a new day. Hear it and yeah, every day is a new day. Everyone have a great if you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.